0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Baka 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 podcast. Baka, baka,
1: baka, baka. It's amazing how every time you open your mouth, you prove you're an idiot.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Baka Baka Baka. We're an anime podcast that every two weeks we come together discuss like a book club, an anime that we've recently watched. We review it, we get into the plot and the details with a spoiler warning, and then we turn the discussion over to our audience so that they can continue what we're doing in a much more intelligent and enlightening way. That's why we're the three BACAs and you guys are the listeners. That is the premise of the show. We are talking about Tomodachi Game on today's episode, and to do it, I need the help of my co-host. First off, we have the free parking to my Monopoly. It's Jeremy. How you doing? doing pretty good
2: so i uh i discovered a game that i absolutely adore it is called noita and you play as a randomly generated little wizard that has to go down into these dungeons and the i i want to say every pixel simulated but it's not actually true um but there is a lot of simulation going on and it is pixel based very retro art style it is a roguelike to the core and um i have been playing it about a week, week and a half now, and I just, oh, I love this game. It's so good. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What does every pixel is simulated mean? Because what isn't all pixels simulated? So what, so what does
1: that do for a game? It is physically simulated.
2: Yeah. So oh, like liquids. I don't liquids, know what that means. So so water flows, lava flows differently. Uh, water and uh, toxins will come together and form water. It'll purify. So they have their own, um, each pixel has its own physics rules based on what it's supposed yes. to be. Correct. And the context around it. Exactly. Yep. So you can mix all these different kinds of potions and get other potions out of it. Uh, sometimes, uh, dust particles, well, I call them dust particles, but it powders, I think they're called officially. Um, powders will have interactions with other liquids sometimes, certain liquids. What, what's the point of the game? Like, uh, seriously. Uh, I got it
1: for my kid because he likes these kinds of games. Yeah, yeah. And I watched him and I'm
2: going, like, you just go down? Like, oh. Oh, no. What's the point of this game? Well, what the point of the game is, I'm not sure of yet. But. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But let me put it this way. (laughs) Let let me put it this way. You don't just go down. You Mm -hmm. also go to the sides and up. And it's almost like Terraria in that way where you think that you've explored a, a large enough area. But there's all kinds of weird stuff going on in regions that you haven't even considered going to yet. And, um yeah, there's all kinds of weird stuff. Like, if you go out into the desert, you'll find, like, a forearm with a hand on it, and it's got, like, a massive musical instrument on it. I have no idea what that does. Uh, there's something buried in the sand It looks like a, a pair, like a scales that you, you know, the scales of justice, right? So if you dig it out and put stuff on it, what happens? I don't know. There's an altar in the sky. You can throw stuff on the altar and things happen. I I don't know why.
1: (laughs) Troy, Troy. Okay, so Jeremy goes, "Hey, there's this cool egg to the left of the starting area. You get it. You can (laughs) scoop up its guts and it'll heal you." I'm like, "Oh, okay." No, not healing. Cameron, go do this. Night vision. And he goes there, and all of a sudden, there's this thing inside this tree that like starts like this like huge explosions and like leaving this area that hurts you, and he ends up dying. I'm like, "Oh, thanks, Jeremy." (laughs)
2: He took the Curse of Greed. I told you don't take it unless you want to die. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, We didn't know what it was.
2: Anyway. Yeah.
1: Our other co-host.
0: The timer in my game of perfection. It's Jason. How you
1: doing? Oh, I thought I was going to be the next suit to your Imperial Assault. Yeah, uh, that's, that that,
0: that's, Something
1: uh, bad happened you know, there, huh? Uh, oh, it's... My favorite game of Imperial Assault in a while. Um, <laughs> I have been consumed with a bathroom remodel that was forced upon me, so I haven't done a ton. But the new expansion, The Path of Exile, came out, so I'm excited about that. Been doing some theory crafting, and uh, yeah, that's uh, about all the time I've had.
0: How is the bathroom coming along?
1: Uh, so I had to tear up. You saw me tear up the floor. Um, I replaced the tongue and groove under the subfloor cuz it was rotten. Um got the subfloor all done and uh now I'm going to do uh, dir durock and but today's painting day. So we're actually into stages of finish work. We're going to get the floor done. I can put my toilet back down and I can have a toilet in my master bath again.
0: I um, should rephrase. When do we get to play Elden Ring and have more videos? Yeah. <laughs>
1: soon soon
0: uh, okay i also have a floor I, we're gonna redo our kitchen floor that's my wife's big project for me So uh, you know, fun what kind of floor uh the it's panel flooring that you like click in the place looks like wood it's not, laminate. It's, not it's not laminate it's no
1: that you you should consider uh either i already bought laminate it. or vinyl oh. don't tell me
0: <laughs> it's waterproof <laughs> Got the is water. it like all in
1: one no. Oh, they make an all in one. It's pretty rad. It's like, like you don't have to do it. I did our
0: entire living room and downstairs in this stuff, but this is the waterproof one you can use in your kitchen. Mm-hmm. Nice. And they're just, they're just like, they look like little wood panels, and you slot them into each other, take a little mallet and tap them in so they're nice and tight, and then you go to the next one. All
1: right.
0: Everyone cares about that a lot. Um, my name is Troy. <laughs> I, I haven't played video games in a week. And so I've watched, like, a lot of movies and a lot of TV. Um, I saw, like, The Grey Man. I saw um, Blade Runner 2049. I saw Source Code. All good, fun stuff. Enjoying the movies. But I'm here to once again, because Season 3 came out and we binged watched it, I'm here once again to proclaim my love for the little kid TV series Bluey. <laughs> I know this is probably the wrong audience, but I swear to goodness, there is no kid show as good as Bluey that has ever existed because, you know, there's stuff like, hey, I got to get my kids to bed. And the dad rolls his eyes like they're like, we got to hug one more time. Uh, like that doesn't happen in a kid show. Usually the parents are like just this perfection. I watched the dad and he's like, why do I have to go to bed? Because I said so. I'm like, that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> and they had an episode. You show me another kid's show that would do this and I'll say maybe Blue is not the best. They had a show episode where it was it's, the, it's New Year's Day and the parents are laying on the couch and the floor like, ugh. And it's clear they went out to a party last night. They're not like puking or anything, but they clearly had a good time the night before. The kids come in and they want to play. And that's the whole episode of like trying to play with your kids while you're hungover and not <laughs> overdo it. And, and I'm like, thank you. That is real parenting. Because you, know, you still go to the New Year's party, but then you got to take care of your kids in the morning. Yeah, you're not puking and rallying like when you were 18, but you still don't feel good. <laughs> they need someone um, to take care of them. The show gets real-life kids and parents, even though it's, it's little dogs. I get it, but it's so good. Anyway, okay. If you have uh, kids, even if you don't have kids, you should watch Bluey. Everyone should watch Bluey. It's just good wholesome and makes you a better parent it does
1: (laughs) every every time i come around the corner i see my youngest uh watching like a clip of teen titans go i think of Mm. you (laughs) (laughs) i'm like oh troy's favorite show
0: (laughs) i have softened on teen titans go ever since the movie the teen titans go to the movies because that actually was a really funny movie okay And they actually some they had some good stuff in there anyway let's go hey, on to our an anime, anime to talk about guys. yeah <laughs> we watched tomodachi game uh and this is a it's like a death game but it's not they use money it's all about money but it's very much in the the vein of danganronpa um squid game even a little battle royale in there uh and just that you know who can you trust and and how do you manipulate the game strategy and tactics is a major thing. And here's the rules and how can I manipulate within the rules to win? So that's what we'll be talking about. Let's go to our non-spoiler reviews. This was Jeremy's pick. So he'll go first.
2: Yeah, I, I liked it quite a bit. It was not what I expected. I expected, especially with the R rating, a bit more, uh, physical danger. And it didn't seem like there was much of that throughout the majority of the episodes. But, um, but it did a good job, I thought, with uh, putting the characters in interesting situations and uh, showing how especially Yuichi, the main character, would handle those situations in a clever way and then explaining why he made the decisions that he did. And maybe you weren't even aware of all the decisions he was making. And that was really cool. It reminded me a lot of of like what I hope to see out of Sherlock Holmes types of movies where you have a uh, mystery going on. And how did I deduce the mystery? You know, I really liked those scenes in it.
0: All right, Jason, what do you think?
1: I had a lot of fun with
2: it. Um, it's definitely
1: not a perfect psychological uh, contest kind of horror game, but I think it had some really decent surprises. Um, I think there was a lot of wasted time in some of the arcs. Um, but I did like learning about the main character. It's funny because you get, we spend a lot of time with the main character and you think you get to know like what his next move is going to be or how he is. And it just kind of gets worse and worse as far as his, uh, like what actions he's willing to take. So I, I like it for that. And I like it for, um, almost the Saw-ish kind of, like, reveals of, oh, well, why did this happen? And, like, all we needed was the camera to kind of do the fast and then, like, slow. <laughs> and I think it would have been spot on. Um, But, yeah, uh, it, it was pretty good. I, I'm
0: kind of torn on it. I do love a good death game, even though there's not really death in this. Um, But, yeah, like, like those other... Danganronpa is one of my longtime favorites. Uh, and, and I love the the twists and reveals, and that this does do that well. I think it breaks some rules, and not like, hey, we're we're breaking rules for fun, but like bad storytelling mistakes <laughs> to set this up. <laughs> um, and I do think there's major pacing issues with it. I agree with Jason on that. Um, but so there's moments where I was like really into it, and there was moments where I was like, eh, I, I don't. You could have done this a lot better. So. The highs were high and the lows were low, so I I guess I'm somewhere in the middle with it. All right, what did you guys think of the OP and the ED?
1: I liked them both. Um, They weren't top-notch, but uh, I actually really enjoyed the OP's song, and the visuals with it were pretty good.
2: Um, I thought the OP kind of betrayed some of the secrets of of the story of, of course those secrets were exposed fairly quickly like within the first three four or so episodes maybe it was a couple more than that i'm not 100 percent sure but th- there were little tidbits in the op it's it's one of those where i, I would have preferred that they didn't do that um but the visuals were pretty cool um it reminded me a lot of the visuals from the op for the gambling game um where you got like money changing hands and people reaching out towards it right um but it's funny cuz i've never actually seen that i've just seen clips from the the op but uh but yeah it was all right the the outro i didn't really see that much so i just remember a coin spinning at the beginning that's it yeah i
0: didn't find the ED particularly memorable the op the song i really liked almost enough that i was like should i put this to my my playlist mm-hmm. uh it's it's right there i danced with it a couple times it was it was fun <laughs> I don't know if like without the context of the show and everything if I'll still like it. So I didn't add it. It was almost it was almost fire, guys. Almost. Uh, and I did I did really like the visuals of the OP. The 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 faces changing of all the, the five main characters and, and you know here's their this one's eyes, this one's mouth, the one's screaming, one yeah, that's sad. Cool. Um they did some really cool visuals with it. Otherwise Yeah, I also studied it for clues very, very carefully and then there's definitely some in there, so
2: mm mm-hmm. they did have a pretty cool uh depiction of each of the characters in a more sinister demeanor mm-hmm. and that was kind of yeah. cool because then you're wondering like which one which one's the traitor which one's the bad guy which one's the good guy you don't know <laughs> except for one of them right i guess
0: i think one of, if i remember right i think one of them is missing from that those evil depictions that you talked about hmm. maybe I don't want to. Wanna... Doesn't matter, we're yeah. We're not in spoiler yeah. section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Before we go to spoiler section, though, um we need to talk about our next anime, and we really need to talk about. It. We has as a podcast haven't talked about this. <laughs> it's Berserk, right? it, it was. Uh... I had the hardest time picking. <laughs> I so I wanted to pick. It's Bastard. Oh, yeah. Bastard! It's right. not what we're watching guys who oh, just took okay. off the, the podcast no we're not watching bastard <laughs> uh because it went very heavy early 90s in that also has some kind of soft core uh nudity um that
1: probably is a little too much okay. for our podcast okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you off a little bit uh what do you mean you had a hard time there's so many great animes coming out right now <laughs> Turn about
0: uh, <laughs> to 100 honest uh we recently watched Jason you picked a rom-com, you know. And yes. Jeremy picked a psychological thriller. You guys are stepping outside of your box and I'm really proud of <laughs> you. And I wanted to do the same. I wanted to find like a generic mecha uh, anime ah, for you guys. Okay. Um, okay. There's nothing there's nothing like that. And then
2: maybe ah, that's crap. why we're stepping outside of our boxes because
0: there's nothing we want to see, right? Um and, and there's so much isekai. Yeah. Um th- there's things I didn't want to pick cuz I knew it would particularly be against your guys' taste that was, mm. that was I was I was like ah, I just can't do that. Um I had one all lined up and it was really I was like fine I'll just pick a bad anime It had a bad review but I was like fine we'll do it. It was cyberpunk thriller of the future where gangs are battling for territory using extreme baseball. <laughs> oh like, god. Uh <laughs> I I was so close to that but honestly at the end I decided to just go with a request that we've gotten recently Oh, uh, uh, and it's for my dress up darling I really didn't want to do another rom-com or even a romantic drama or of anything like that the
1: popularity on this is so high
0: though yeah the popularity is high so hopefully it'll give us some clicks and like I said it has actually been requested so because i didn 't feel strongly about anything to pick i've decided to go with audience pick so my dress up darling, which is about uh, a cosplayer and she finds a, a shy young man who's a master sewer and they they team up to do ultimate cosplay and you know romance blooms. Uh, I have heard though that the Maturity <laughs> of the the sexuality is very much there. Like, you know, there's a lot of dressing and undressing, and they're very much aware of that and very much close, close proximity. I don't think there's full on anything going on, I and mean, I do think they are high schoolers, but just know it has, it takes a very mature look at those instead of, you saw my panties. Oh no, those no, please. I don't Smack. think it's that. I think it's more like a little more intimate. So be aware of that if you watch it, but again, heard nothing but great things. Uh and it, while well, it's definitely not in my wheelhouse of something I wanted to watch, we can still do it on the podcast. Okay. Okay. So that my dress up darling is next. Let's talk about Tomodachi game. Episode one. Spoilers, from this point on. Okay, we if you haven't seen it, uh there's a lot of twists and turns from episode one to all the way to the end, so know that we will be going over those. Now's your chance to run away.
2: <laughs> why why are you trying to get him to leave? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's part of
2: the, the game. It's fair game. You gotta let him leave.
0: Yeah, you gotta let him oh, leave. But don't yeah, yeah. don't tell your dad or he'll get murdered suicided. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Spoilers. Um let's start with our main character. His name is Yuichi. Uh we see him delivering papers so he can raise money to go on a school trip with his friends. He's a hard worker. And he's torn between two themes in his life. The most important thing in the world is your friends. And the most important thing in the world is money, which is the theme of this anime that it is not subtle about. (laughs) It will say it out loud multiple times. Uh, But What do you guys think of our main character, Yuichi?
1: I like the slow burn reveal. This is kind of like a reverse arc. Um, And I kind of am digging it, especially in this particular world. Um, he's, he's kind of this very tropey protagonist. Uh, you know, my friends are the most important thing to me. And as the, as the games and the story goes on, it gets darker and he gets darker and darker. And it has these cool shots of like falling black feathers and a very like, like just almost... I wouldn't say demonic, but more of a just dark Malevolent. theme. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as it kind of creeps in, and he starts making decisions that he knows is going to take him back to a place that he's been before. And the fact that we, know, we don't find out what that place was is, I normally hate, but in this <laughs> instance, is pretty interesting. Just because it's that reverse, right? Instead of like, Oh, I'm making my way back to a great, lovely place where I love everyone because I hate the world. No, this is I'm, I'm trying try not to be the worst bad guy ever. Um, so yeah, and plus his uh, not only his secrets but also the way he deals with the situations. And I I was actually mentioning this to my son that it's very difficult to write situations where there's supposed to be a surprise or some sort of reveal that isn't super telegraphed or isn't the or the payoff is just like oh well that was arbitrary you just wrote it to be a surprise they actually do a pretty good job in most of their reveals of hey this was the setup these are the things you missed this is why this happened um and i think they do a really good job of that so yeah this i, I like this character
2: yeah, I think especially given what we learn about him bit by bit, he feels very consistent and real to me. Mm-hmm. Somebody who is constantly measuring, uh, do I want to go back to this? I, I kind of liked it before. you know. Would my friends leave me if they knew what I was like before? And so those kinds of, of inner dialogue that he was having were really interesting. They, they lent a, a more believable nature to him but yeah, I really like this character. Yeah. The,
0: the, I'm an evil mastermind who's been trying to be a good guy for the last couple of years. And now I'm (laughs) stuck in a situation where all these old talents are really helpful. um, (laughs) But I'm going to use my evil for the good of my friends. That's, that's interesting. That is an interesting main character. And he definitely steals the show I actually think he kind of outshines every other character who shows up, but he's interesting enough. He can almost carry this show all on his own. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with what you guys have said. He is, he is fun to watch. And then, you know, we get little tidbits of his history. Like here's him talking with his mother, But he walks out with a wad of cash to talk to his sensei. (laughs) And then you're like, wait, was that his mother?
1: (laughs) Well, and also in the conversation, she's like, oh, no, remember, you're supposed to call me mom. It's like, right. Oh, Uh, so is is he is it a con?
0: Is what's going on there? Yeah, his 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 backstory is fascinating. And like, it's always fun. One of the fun things about these death games is. Here's the rules. It's impossible to win. And then there's a character who's like, yeah, but I know how to twist these rules just enough that I always come out on top, even if it looks like I'm that's that's the whole fun of it. Right. <laughs> right. Um. So, yeah, it's uh, he's he's definitely the best character in the, in the show. Uh, all right. So he he returns to school. He turns in his cash, this money for the school trip with his friends. Everyone's like, "Good job. We know you're poor. Good job <laughs> <He> getting money." <laughs> uh, but then the the money ends up going missing, and we meet his five friends. We're gonna talk about that. I want to get into the game, then we'll talk about the five friends. Uh, but yeah, so uh, two of his friends, it, it's uh, Shihō and Shibei, stop coming to school after the money is stolen, and then he gets a note from one of them that's like, "Hey, meet me up." I I need to talk to you outside the school. And he goes at night and then all his friends are there and they have notes from him saying they needed to meet up and they're attacked and they're abducted and they're taken to the game. We need to talk about their friends. First off, we're going to start off with Tenji, the, uh, sly. Uh, what what was the other one? Negotiator. 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 Uh, the quiet, stoic, tallest bad boy of the group. Tenji, mm-hmm. what do you guys think of Tenji? I'm,
1: e- oh. I'm I got, <laughs> I, I got really mixed feelings about this character because the he comes off as very. I one of the things I like about this anime is it presents all of these characters very tropey in the very beginning of like you know popular. Uh, guy and then like a uh, class rep and then the shy a uh, small one and then you know you've got the tall guy with the glasses and like they sheen every time he pushes him up um and uh, and he ends up being like this he he's got this revenge kick and then we find out why he was on the revenge kick and the reason for his revenge kick did not justify how evil they presented him in the second game. And yeah. so I just... And and that the, the extreme seesaw of, like, he's evil, but he was evil for this reason just made me not care about him in the third game. So he... I, I found his character interesting to a point and then i think it was just written a little too extreme i think if it was hey i'm a good person but i want to get back at this other person uh i think it would have been better because it made him seem like a sociopathic evil you know just monster in the beginning so yeah in the second game
2: yeah yeah it did at the beginning i was really expecting that each of these characters would have some kind of strength that would make them an asset in the game I really wanted to see some cool teamwork taking place. In the end, it wound up with Yuichi just being like the monster that carries everybody. But <laughs> I really thought that in that type of a, of a group scenario, Tenji was going to be exactly what he was defined as. He was going to be the smart one. He was going to be the one that, that figured out interesting tactics and way to do ways to do it, and Yuichi would be this sort of wild card. You never know what he's going to do. He always throws some, a wrench in, right? And so Seeing Tenji sort of initially portrayed in that manner as the one who was manipulating things in, especially in game two was interesting. But like you said, Jason, they made him nuts. <laughs> like in mm-hmm. all of the shots, it was like he was maniacal. Like there was yeah. absolutely no sense. And his revenge was, was like what? All of these partially naked scenes of him clutching at her body from behind. Like what yes. exactly did he want? What was his revenge? You know, um, and I still am not 100 percent clear on what his revenge would have would have been given his history I mean, and the things that have happened to him. Why didn't he just tell her about the game if he wanted revenge? Because then they would he, have disappeared her. No, he
1: see he <laughs> he laid it out actually a couple of times in his own head was that he wanted to isolate her. He wanted yeah. to destroy all of her relationships. He also, but it's she, like
2: she's also attached to the game. Telling her wouldn't afraid. in his in his mind he thinks she is, but there's no evidence yet. So why not? But, but telling telling her about the game wouldn't help if she was. He needs to get he wants to get her in the
0: game, isolated alone, and so that she has to basically call for help
2: to the game because she's so stuck he never mentions calling for help. All he mentions is how he's going to torture he just, her and yeah, take gonna... away what's most precious to her. Because he just, he a... <laughs> wants an isolator and expose
0: her, And you're right. He doesn't
2: go into details of how that's supposed to work. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what confused me. Is like, it, it's almost like the writers didn't really know where they were going to go with that and didn't need to worry about it because they knew that they were never going to do that. That was simply something they were going to have as game two. And then as soon as he gets, you know, dealt with and game three happens, they'd be on a totally different track and they could forget that that argument was ever made and that that was ever intended. Um, So for that reason, I'm, I'm a bit confused and disappointed with Tenji, especially out of all the characters.
0: Tenji, I find much more interesting in the first half than the second half. <laughs> he was more interesting as the psycho. Um, yeah. Creep in in the background, uh, and then when he just kind of becomes an ally, he's just kind of there to yep. to be a pawn rather than you know a a his, his own friends. his own chess player, right? Yep. Um, I also think they give the game away with Tenji. I think this doesn't happen. In, we we get like three three and a half games in in this season, and there's definitely more story to tell. I feel like we're going to get every, every once in a while, we're going to be like, Oh, the bad guy is this character of the friends. No, actually, they had, we just didn't know the full backstory. It's very lost, right? Like, mm. Oh, I th- we think we know this character. And then, Oh, here's the flashback to what they actually are doing and where their motivations come from. And there was something pulling their strings. I think that's going to happen with Shiho. I think it's going to happen with Shibe. I think it's going to keep happening. Mm. And Tenji's just the first because he's the least interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just a shame for your attention. But like I said, I found him interesting when he was, you know, doing his machinations and hiding in the shadows and all that. But then afterwards, he just wasn't. I don't. Think mm. Yeah. All right. Then uh, we have Shihō, the hypocritical. Hypocritic. Maybe. Yeah. the, <laughs> the Which is hypocritical. <laughs> what do you guys think?
1: I, she seems to be nothing more than a sympathy pawn. Um, oh no no no, that that that's uh Yutori. Y- sorry, that's the, um, the sexy one. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. the air air quotes here. Air
2: quotes <laughs> right.
1: Sex. No no that's right. Uh, Shihos the long black haired one. Yeah. Um, she was definitely there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think she was a little more interesting when she w- when we were going in between Game 1 and Game 2, and then she kind of started to play her part in Game 2, but then it just kind of ended up, I don't know, fizzling out for me. She became more of an object than a character, and I didn't really like that, because... Uh, it, so the interesting parts with Game Two was the in between the bad mouths. So, and and like Troy said in the beginning, the the pacing of this anime is needs some work because those interesting parts were just drawn out and she ended up suffering for it. Plus, you know, she's not in the back half of this anime like at all. I mean, I think she shows up once. Um, and so I don't know. I have mixed feelings on her. I think I'd need to see season two before I had a really good, like opinion of her, but I, th- I guess she was fine. She seems to be important to the, to the show.
2: I would say, uh, in game two, the only real players were Tenji and Yuichi. And the other three were just pawns. Um, <laughs> And it, it kind of was annoying because it 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 would have been cool to see a little bit more at least attempts on their part to influence the game. But at the same yeah. time, if you've ever played like uh, Werewolf or you know witches and warlocks or or any of those games, right? Right. You're you will try to become incognito. You will try to fit in with whoever the leader is of your group, or you know. Sometimes you will be a pawn because that's the best move. So I I I can't really fault her too much for that, especially since the other two were also pawns. It was a good way to blend in and figure out who got them into the game, right? But it was weird that at the beginning she says, "I don't think we should try to find out who
1: got who us in the, the game,
2: who has the debt." Yeah. So she was so Confusing. And I liked it. It was a good kind of confusing as opposed to Tenji's. And the reason I say that is because like she kept doing things that were almost contradictory and very suspicious from the beginning. And even in the intro, she, she looks really, uh, sinister in her sinister shot. And so I genuinely thought she was the traitor. She was the bad guy. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, she just really looked like it and acted like it. Um, but, but yeah, she definitely was not important in the second half at all. So well, I don't know.
0: She kind of is in the fact that she's she's plot motivation for the other right. characters. Like we need to get back to her and figure out what's going on with her because she's linked to this mystery somehow.
2: Mm-hmm. But she's not like participating in anything.
0: Yeah. Um, I, no, I I think I like the character. Um, it's not her fault that's not the character's fault but the anime actually does a really bad job with all its characters because <laughs> yeah. it, it it's the pacing it cares too much about its games and we spend like three episodes in one game and what it needs to do is take a little more breather time in between the games and let the characters develop in between the games so like one or two episodes for a game and then like one or two episodes of pause have the characters reacting to what just happened set it up for the next game then go to the next game um, that that's actually something Squid Game did really well. Is it would have a ep- hour long episode focused on a game, super drama, and then after that, an hour of okay, ha- how did we survive that game? What do you think's
2: next? Let's investigate the mystery that we're in. Let's develop our characters. I kind of remember Gantz doing that. Now that you mention it,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, you have to you have to take that breather in between, and it really doesn't even in you know, like mid episode, a game will start from when the last game ended, and yep. it doesn't really give us time to care about the characters besides just their roles in the games and um so i do think shiho is interesting i just think like everyone else she suffers from the pacing um also i did not think shiho was the the traitor uh even though the, the anime is like she's clearly the traitor i think yeah. the anime is doing right now what it did with tenji does with tenji in the beginning of like like i said Hey, they look evil. But wait, here's their backstory. Now they now you know yeah. why they were the evil one. Yeah. There is a character that I do think is <laughs> the actually <evil> one. Uh <laughs> this is Utori. So what do you guys think of Utori who's definitely the mastermind in my my, my guess? <laughs> um
1: Yeah, she suffers a lot from the same things She-Ho does. Uh except she's a little she's a little more in the second half um but she's more of a plot device at that point than she is a character um i also like during the second game i thought she was the traitor or the one that took took the money um but yeah she her her stuff just seems manipulative like Mm -hmm. All of her actions, all of her voice dialogues, especially in the second game, felt suspicious, um, especially for this small, um, you know, quote unquote, sexy uh, girl of the group. It's like, well, it, it's odd that you would make some of these decisions. Now, the way she set up her, I got, you know, naughty pictures taken of me was very believable. Like the the whole, like, you know, grooming process of like, hey, let's do the small thing first and then let's move up to, oh, well, we'll just take pictures of you in front of the city skylight. Like that, that was very believable. Um, but the constant I'm a victim definitely screams I'm bad guy. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how that plays out.
2: I also thought it was interesting that in her backstory, the way that she dealt with bullies, even before she went and got handsy with guys, right, was, or guys got handsy with her, but for money, um, (laughs) was by paying off her bullies. So she's a very interesting character in the sense that when it comes to that theme question of what's most important money or friends for her, money is friends. So, like, mm. that kind of, I think, creates a disconnect in her mind about what a friend really is. Mm. Because if it's something that you buy, it's not a genuine relationship. And so it kind of makes me wonder what kind of soci- sociopathic tendencies she might have that we're just not seeing yet.
0: You're all jumping on, on this train real easy. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> much to yeah. You. Yeah, well, we are. <laughs> So, so for me, I, it was episode three. I was like, okay, I'm making my guess. I wrote down her name, and then the anime goes, "Actually, the traitor's right. This guy." Yeah. Oh come on! <laughs> I <Like>, am <laughs> so stupid. Um, the the reason is every time we see her, even her inclusion into this group came out of victimhood. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Shiho saved her. From something I forgot, but like when Shiho met her, she needed help. Shiho saved her and they became friends. And I was like, every time she needs someone to do something, she's in trouble and they save her. In the first game, oh, she's going to be the one who gets all the debt. Oh no, I have to sacrifice myself to save her. It sure seems like she's in that position every time. And when they list the traits of every character on the screen, hers <laughs> is just sexy. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Really? really suspicious. Yeah, that's really suspicious. And I do, if I remember correctly, in the OP, I don't think she gets a sinister pick. I think hers is cute looking, like yeah, she does, like, the
2: hand pause.
0: Yeah, where everyone else is like has this evil grin and, and dark eyes, and she's just like, I'm so cute. And I'm like, okay, why are you standing out like that? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a um, good point. The anime never says so. No guess is is better than any other that's just where my guess was, otherwise, if she's not the villain, if she's is the villain, I really like <laughs> what they're doing with her. That's a really cool idea of like she's playing from a pawn, but she's actually the the mastermind behind everything and needs to always be saved, but does that on purpose. If not, what a weak character to need to be saved every single time, yeah. Um, yeah, hope hope they do more with her if she's not the villain. That's... You know,
2: if if she is, it really factors into that last game, the third game. No, fourth game. The because, bonus game, right? Yeah, because I was wondering, like, why did they go after her? Who are these people? But, you know, maybe she paid them to do it. Maybe. And every time
0: she... No, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just really worked out well for her, didn't it? <laughs> it did.
2: Everything did. Yep.
0: And she was in the classroom waiting for them when they showed up. Yep. She, she just happens to be the one there. Uh, okay. I, I don't know. I and I refuse to look it up before the podcast so that I'd be as blind while we talk about it. I'll definitely be looking it up after because I don't know if it's season two. Alright, they're captured. We know that. <laughs> uh they're told so Shebe doesn't even deserve <laughs> Oh no, you're right. We gotta go to Shibe. <laughs> Oh, there's another guy. His name is Shibe. He's also there. He's blonde. He's rich. He's spoiled. He's an idiot. He's a baka, which you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what except you... for the rich part. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. What do you guys think of Shibe?
1: Yeah, he's definitely there. Um, gosh, he's he seems to be the definite idiot of the group unless he is the mastermind and he set himself up to look like you know he killed his father getting
0: paranoid (laughs) right
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: um no they did a good job with his lines and his actions for who they said he was and he was very faithful to all of that. There didn't seem to be any corruption or backhandedness to him besides, I want to get in She-Ho's pants. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, but everything else, like he's just kind of a dumb, rich kid that's really likes his friends. Um, I don't have a lot to say about him actually because he's, He's more of a device than he is a character in this, in my opinion.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think in game three, uh, Yuichi mentions that there's a character in this other group of friends that is the kindest and he's just a genuinely good person. I think Shibei is supposed to be that person for this group, but at the same time, just like the others, he's got a sinister look in the OP and the way that they unravel things afterwards you kind of wonder if there is a more sinister side to him. I mean, he's going on trial at the end of <laughs> season one. Like that is, it's weird. It Again, I don't want to sound paranoid either, but it makes it seem <laughs> like every one of these characters is, uh, absolutely unusual. Right. So, and and I say that in the context of we saw this other group of friends in game three and for the most part they're just regular guys like one person is unusual the rest are all just regular people with not much to hide really but this group it seems like they all have some big big secrets and big manipulations and that's kind of weird
0: um I care about him so much I forgot to talk about it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> doing this podcast, uh, so I, I don't really have any thoughts about him. I'm, I'm kind of in Jason's boat, and just he was, he was there. Um, I'm interested in what they do with him because he's the rich one. There's some there's some big effects he can have on the plot that other characters can. Um, we had talked about in pre-show, like he could probably afford to repay the debts. Uh, mm-hmm. He could yeah. probably take it on if he needed to. That's interesting, especially since he hasn't, especially when he is so self-sacrificing. So he, he's not completely like devoid of personality or anything like that. He's just he's not obviously not given enough screen time like everyone else. And he's just waiting for his spotlight moment. Yeah. Right now, can we talk about the game? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. All right. Yeah, I think I got everyone. Uh, Toto Machi again, They are captured. They're in a white room. They're told one of you has 20 million yen in debt and has paid a 2 million yen entrance fee, which is the trip money. So whoever stole the trip money paid to enter the game. They've all been abducted and forced to play the game. If they agree to play the game, the debt will be split among all of them. And then they will play games that will either raise or lower their debt. Um And they could end up winning big cash prizes or, you know, get a bunch of debt. And... The mascot for this game is a guy named Manabu, who's supposed to be an old anime character. And he basically is just a guy with a big head. He kind of looks like Bob the Builder. <laughs> yeah, he totally looks like Bob he the looks, Builder. He looks a like Bob the Builder. In, with fangs. <laughs> in... Sometimes, yeah. yeah sometimes, you... Well, everyone gets sharp teeth whenever they get sinister. That's so I don't know. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on... <laughs> On this, on the, the games, just the, the overall and Manaboo himself.
1: Um, you made an interesting point that it didn't feel like, um, it it didn't feel like there was a really good reason for them to stick around and try and take on this debt and then pay off the debt.
0: My, my thing is that there's no, there's no showing of authority. There's no. Right. There's no red shirt to get his head blown off. That says you have to play the game. We, we have you by the, the, we'll blow off your head.
1: Right. And we don't actually find out until the, in between game two and three, that if, if one, you're able to get out of the game and go home for a break and you talk about it to anybody that they'll just murder your family. Um, so those stakes aren't presented to us right off the bat. So there's not a lot of investment in them winning these games besides, oh, they're going to owe a bunch of money to who and how do they pay them? And is it, it like, is it automatically withdrawn from their account? Uh do They have to send a check in the mail, like, like, how like <laughs> interest you <know>? rate.
0: Right. <laughs> Does my credit score go up if my debt goes up? <laughs> like,
1: Uh, I mean, obviously they're the worst collectors in the world to have coming after you, but um, the the games are interesting and I actually like the games themselves uh, because their focus is not on um, you must work together to overcome this task it's how strong are your friendship bonds and how much do you trust each other and that in of itself, just on paper, doesn't look very good. But as you progress in these games, you realize that these can be linchpins to unraveling, not just friendships, but then creating uh, backstabbing and um, fight for survival and, you know, uh, me over everyone else kind of uh, attitudes. I, I like that kind of manipulation. Where people are having to decide, hey, am I am I a good person to my friends, or do I want to get out of here alive without them? Um, and, you know, obviously there isn't a, hey, if you go out that door, we're going to shoot you. It's you go out that door, and then now you owe a bunch of money. And again, it comes up, and so that's the problem with the premise of the game, is like, okay, they're saddled with a bunch of debt. I mean... Lots of people are saddled with a lot of that, yeah, I mean, I'm saddled with uh, so like it's not uh, the 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 stakes aren't what I think I would like them to be, but I think the other thing it has on it, and it is that every game is will blow your head off or if you don't play the game. I think this was a nice change of pace from that because it, it literally is saw Squid Game, uh, every other yeah it, it's all you you die or you play the game and it's like okay but that's been done before.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, Squid Games was a little bit different. Point point of clarification: they were allowed to they actually choose to end the game and they all get to go home. But then choose to go back to the game because they're so in debt and you can only die in the game. And then once you're in, you have to stay in. But, but that, I, cause I agree and I thought the Squid Game did that really cool where they're like, actually, you're right. If you guys don't want to play this, if you all agree this is insane to do, and they all do, they, they get to go home and then they go home and their bank accounts are empty and they realize, oh god, I really needed that money. And then. Right. Because of the theme of Squid Game, which is just about like how desperate people are for money versus the ones who have it and how willing they are to throw it away.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't have a whole lot to add about the game. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, nothing nothing more. Okay. First, I'm going to talk about Monoboo. What a weak mascot. <laughs> Come on. Have you not seen Danganronpa? They were doing uh, a little cute teddy bear, it's crazy, and murdering people. And you guys just have a big head guy, That's so lazy. <laughs> it well, seems actually, like they were
2: physically... very. What's oh, that? Oh, I was gonna say it seems like they were very innocuous. Like they're they're kind of it's a benign game, really. The only time the game actually gets real dangerous is if you tell anybody that it exists. Yeah, but as long as you're in the game, it's it's kind of gentle with you,
1: Act, um, so let's just try to starve you to death. that's true.: So I
0: actually Googled and now know that this anime is has a like a live-action TV show, and then the anime came later because this was so popular. They keep hmm. adapting it. I only know that because the way that they just went into the game and just started playing it, I thought, it, is this something that's like no is this real? Is this like a known thing in Japan where you can get on a game show and like raise or lower debt? And I just have never heard about it because they just accepted it and went with it. Um, and like you said, it is kind of benign. And I was like, maybe this is just a, a hyper realistic version of that. It's not. But <laughs> I had that thought because it was so benign. I'm like, yeah. Could, could this be real? mm mm-hmm. And no, but when I googled it, there's a live action version of this. Um, mm-hmm. Still don't like the mascot. Well, you're, you're right. It's, it's very like there's just a guy in a mascot head. He's not a robot.
2: He's not an evil monster. He's just a dude. <sighs> and he wears it all the time. Like there's scenes where they're talking sleeping. to somebody else and he's sleeping and he wakes up because somebody said his name somewhere else. Like that's kind of creepy, which makes me think there is a possibility that it's not just a guy wearing a mask. Because why would he do that when nobody's there to watch him? Yeah. But I don't know. Jason covered. Boo.
1: Oh, go
0: ahead. I was gonna say, you covered most of my issues with it. I don't care that no one died. I do care that there, and I think it's because the, the, the characters in the game are the five main characters. I think we need, like, another group that we saw suffering or losing and just how bad it could be to put in the stakes. Um, it also doesn't help that a yen versus a dollar, so like, it's a million yen, and I'm like, that's, only like about ten thousand dollars. Yeah, ten thousand dollars. It's a lot, but it's not insane. Yeah. Also, because it is dollars, it is just kind of abstract. When they're like, "Oh, we added five more million yen to them," and I'm like, "I is that more serious? Do I feel like the stakes have raised? That seems like once you're at a certain point, what's the difference? <laughs> um, yeah. Why just add a gazillion gazillion? It, it's just. There's, there's the, the number to me, and maybe, maybe it's because I am a little bit abstract about money. Like Unless I actually see it or I'm buying stuff, it's kind of an abstract concept to me. So when they're like, oh, you get this and you get minus this, I was like, I, I don't care. Whereas, <laughs> hey, I'm going to cut off your five fingers or take off your fingernails. That was the most invested I was in any game ever. I was like, oh, God, no, 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 please, yeah. please don't lose. And he's like, oh, you, you got this much debt. And I was like, eh okay Mm -hmm. move on to the twist let's go to the twist please i'm this is boring it i do appreciate something different It just i don't feel works as well
1: i think it, it would have been better if monobu didn't change at all except for the fact that if you touched him there was a big consequence like the first time he gets uh grabbed by one of the characters in the very beginning like if they had gone to grab him by the scruff of his neck and like a knife came out and slit their arm up and they had to get mm-hmm. medical attention or like they lost a hand like that, that would have been like, oh, don't touch Monabu he'll, he'll mess you up. Um, I think that would have made him more imposing, but he ended up just being the the evil uh, expositioner and didn't and he ended up not being interesting at all.
2: Hmm. I wonder if the game would have been more effective if it wasn't debt, but it was instead gain. Like, make it just like a traditional game where
1: you're operating on greed. Yeah,
2: Yeah. you can only win in the Uh, the friendship or greed. Yeah, because I mean that's the theme, right? What's more important? It is. So I guess maybe taking the reflection of what they did, I think that might have been more effective. I, I guess what I what I what I'm thinking is that you don't have to worry about all of the questions revolving around debt. If you do it that way, you don't have to worry about who you're in debt to. You don't have to worry about the interest rate. All you got to worry about is I could have $10,000 in my bank account that weren't there before. It doesn't matter where they came from. Right. Um,
1: but if you're, if you're giving money, then that doesn't need to be a secret organization. It could just be a game show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah look, it could. It, That's true. Um, There is one line in there they were they were showing uh, Tenji's backstory, and when he lost and he had got the twenty million yen debt, they did say we're gonna take twenty million yen of your life
2: or yeah, from your life. That was weird. But they never did, and they didn't elaborate on it.
0: Right. So yeah, I. What does that mean? I yeah mm. I don't know what that means. The, and that that would have been something interesting, like hey. We understand you don't have this debt. So just so you know, every million yen is a day of your life,
2: is a day yeah. of
0: servitude, something like that.
2: Um, about I, the game? I, I could see that being fairly believable, too, because there's some weird environments that they were in where they were like, oh, I thought I thought we were inside. But now they're all of a sudden outside. And there's like, I was the text supposed to just be there for us. It seemed like they were getting to see it. Maybe we were just looking no, at it a, the yeah, camera. No, that was a that was a screen.
0: They were looking up and
2: reading it too. Yeah. So like that's almost more than just technology. I'm sure it was just technology, but it it's like we're virgin on uh... aliens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what what is it called? Uh... Oh, I can't remember what it's called. It's it's after a specific author of science fiction, way way in the in the past. Hubbard. No, no. It could be. It could be. But yeah, it just basically means technology that is so advanced that we can't even... Indistinguishable from magic. Yeah. Yeah. There's a name for it. I can't remember what it is.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Moving Uh, on. Moving on. (laughs) uh, We get the scene where She-Ho's like, we shouldn't figure out who had the debt. Let's not do that.
1: And that's not suspicious.
0: (laughs) That's not
2: suspicious. That's so so weird. weird.
0: Uh Yuichi hates that idea, but everyone seems to agree, so he goes along with it. Then they go to their first game. The first game is, uh, think of it like a Ouija board. Everyone puts their hand on a giant coin, and they either push it over to yes or they push it over to no. Except for it's set up so that whatever the minority pushes, it'll go that way. So four people say yes and one person says no, it'll go to no. I don't know how that works technologically-wise, but whatever. That's what I mean. Weird <laughs> stuff. Uh and then they have to answer uh five questions. So everyone's going to get their own envelope and their own question. And they're going to read it out loud and then and they're not allowed to talk throughout the rest of the game unless they're reading the question. Uh I think the first question is what's the is Mount Fuji the biggest mountain in Japan? Which it is. Everyone's like, yeah, 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 easy. Uh it goes over to no. So they lose and their debt goes up. And this keeps happening through the first three questions. Really easy stuff. Like Today, I forgot what they were. I wrote them down. I'm not going to read. Um, <laughs> then we get to Yuichi's turn. And he opens up his envelope, and there's no question. It just says, "Make up any question you want." If it goes to no, we'll take off half your debt.
1: Isn't that what? It and, says? and distribute it, and like, like distribute it amongst the others, or something like that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. So. He he decides, no, I'm not going to betray the group. He realizes now there is a, a, a traitor in the group. And he's like, oh, that sucks, but I'm not going to betray the group because that would put all the debt onto Utori. Tori. So he says a really benign question, and they still get it wrong. And now he's like, okay, someone's now just screwing with it just to screw with it. Um, and then the, the fifth question, Utori does get a real question, and it just says, will you always be friends? And now they all think each other's a traitor and no one trusts each other because of all that. So Yuichi speaks. Doubling is
1: Yeah, which that's one of the rules you're not supposed to speak yeah. out Can't, of
2: turn.
0: It'll double your debt. They've also gotten name tags that on the back have their debt on them. They can look at it any time, but if they show it to someone else, it'll double the debt.
2: So those are their rules. Oh, and uh, interestingly, I'm, they actually go out of their way to show that this is just a camera on the back of it. And if the camera detects that somebody's looking at it. So, in other words, it's like they're saying, this isn't advanced technology. This is simple. <laughs> so, but they didn't choose to explain the other weird stuff. Right. Right. Um, he
0: basically tells the group that there is a trader and he says that they're actually on his card. It had a rule change that if, um, the trader votes wrong that all the debt will go to that trader uh so he's like let's all just say yes and they do and, and so it, it works out um that rebalances all everybody's debt i think so this is the problem thinks, they they yeah. kept throwing out like this will double this will minus this will throw it over to here and it was like in really quick subtitles very fast flashed on on things that i was trying really hard to pay attention to but the money's already abstract to me anyway, and I'm like, I-, I guess bad things happen. Things worked out. Is is the <laughs> answer <worked> here? Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. He tries to. Um, oh, we should also mention the management. I call them the moderators because they they never got character names. Eventually, Maria did. But there's these two girls who are just watching this and who were like, "Yeah, everyone fails this game. This is the hardest game. Blah blah blah. No one. They're, look, they're gonna do so bad." And then when Yuichi does his move, being like, oh, this is a troublemaker. This, is, this guy's a mad genius. and he he's might a monster. He's a monster. He's able to play these games. Uh, that's all they do the whole time, is just kind of give some exposition and comment on how evil and psychopathic Yuichi really must be. Mm-hmm. Just know that they pop up through every episode multiple times, but I'm not going to stop and point out every time they talk. uh he okay so Yuichi tries to check the cards but they have disappearing ink so he can't see what they said but he does notice
1: what's the timer on that right yep that was dumb yep that was so contrived yes
0: then he has a conversation with Shiho and she's like who do you uh, um he had told everyone after the game that I was lying about the traitor just to make sure that we were all on the same page but she was like, um, I think there really is a traitor. Who do you think it is? He's like, well, I actually think it's you because you're the one who suggested <laughs> not to find out who the traitor was or who had the debt. And she's like, oh, I thought you had the debt because you're poor. And also, <laughs> I like you.
2: <laughs>
0: not and
1: manipulative so, at all.
0: So they <laughs> they vow to work together as a team and not betray each other. But meanwhile, someone hears them from the. Do we see it's Tenji? We do. we do
2: not see that it's Tenji yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, we did. But what what no, happens I'm... is we see this scene in a flashback later. Ah, uh, maybe. am. Yep. That might make sense. Mm-hmm. From the shadows. Mm-hmm. It's the dumbest thing. I'm always eavesdropping. <laughs> Maniacal smile here. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> she also makes the claim that her debt has doubled from that game. Because she had made a uh oh, sound at one point and they covered her mouth to stop her, but that had apparently had counted and so her debt also doubled as his did. Um next they go to a rooftop and this game is called Sagoroka. Must be something from Japan. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Uh the concept is there's like spaces on a board, which they can't see but they're on the ground that they will be able to see when they're on them. Um, and whoever gets there first gets a small prize, but then all the debt from everyone else. Uh, everyone who's still on the board gets a bigger prize. And the way you move is that you're voted based on popularity and you don't want to get votes. And unpopular. this is when we find out that we have, we
1: have, we have a audience. Yep. There's yep. an
0: audience watching and
1: they're, they're like,
0: there's a chat forum <laughs> in the sky mm-hmm. that they're seeing. Uh, and so what what they have to do is they have to go into a booth for three minutes and they can write on a piece of paper or multiple pieces of papers or no piece of papers, um, bad mouth someone in the group. Mm-hmm. They get, it can be a truth. It can be a lie. If you get caught in a lie, you're punished, but you can tell lies if you want. And you're basically m- making everyone look bad so that they'll get votes and they'll go ahead of you. And so they're like, OK, well, we're not. No one, just no one write. Okay, we just all stick together and we'll all finish together and it won't be bad. um So they, no one does anything. All their votes are equal. They move forward one space. They land on the space. The, they get their, like, a card. It's in the sky. And they get more debt. Oh, oh no. So every space is going to give us debt. They do it again. No one writes anything. One space, more debt. Third time, someone has written something. <laughs> And and it basically devolves from there. Um, Someone is clearly writing comments, and there's stuff like, Shiho had plastic surgery. Um, There's Shiho likes Yuichi, which is a big deal because Yutori also likes Yuichi. And Shibe likes uh, Shiho. And Tenji and her used to date. and They're like, that doesn't really count because your parents made you do it. He's like, nope, I actually loved her, so it does count. And they're like, okay, it does count. Um, and he's still in love with her he wants her to know he's still so there's all this now relationship drama that wasn't there 5 seconds ago right um and we then the episode ends with a cut of Yutori's just screaming like she's bent over and crying and just screaming uh we find out in the next episode what the the lie or what, what the secret about her that was told was She was a paid
1: escort. It Mm -hmm. made it sound like she was a prostitute at first. Right. Yeah. Oh, I want to go back a little bit because we do need to tackle that. But also
0: there was one about Shiho having plastic surgery and everyone's like, oh, my God, plastic (laughs) surgery. And I'm like, really? Like, is it that big a deal? Is that maybe a bigger deal in Japan than here? It happens
2: a lot in Japan.
1: But I think the intention was she got like worked on on her nose or on her chest or liposuction. Um, But when, you know, when he found out that it was to cover a scar, you know, that completely changed his perception. Right.
0: Right. I I get that. Um, I guess from my, maybe it's from my point of view, if, if Jeremy's like, hey, guys, this beard is artificial. I, <laughs> I, I would to graft it on from leg hair. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't like him less. Like, I would be like, oh, well, you know, that's Jeremy's choice. I don't care. Um, mm-hmm. I I guess I have I, a hard time being like, oh, this person in my friend group had plastic surgery. I now
2: like them less as a person.
1: I'd be pretty pissed if I found that out about Jerry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Man, his leg hair must be glorious. Right. <laughs> Um, I think for me, with the the plastic surgery thing, it wouldn't bother me at all, but I would be wondering, like, I wonder what you really look like, and I wonder what you're (laughs) going to look like in 20, 30 years, because it's going to age differently. (laughs) But it wouldn't affect my friendship at all. I I guess what I'm
0: pointing out is this friend group is really judgy. Like, really judgy. Because this next one, which is the, the paid escort, and they're all like, oh, paid escort. And I'd be like, we're friends who cares
2: <laughs> yeah i'd be like what well, what happened like you're not still doing it right yeah okay Do you, do you need to
0: help is that something
2: you would yeah. enjoy doing you okay Yeah. <laughs> well i mean given her age at that point i don't even think i'd ask if she enjoyed it i'd be mean, like you can't do this <laughs> fair enough you there's got to be another way but but like you know yeah i think you're absolutely right the 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 reactions are almost unbelievable
0: Right, a little too guys. much for like, yeah. These are my best friends. Oh, you have a slightly <laughs> small secret. I can't, I can't yeah. be associated with you. It's um, over. Which is the the point of the game, and I can understand like the audience reacting. The fact like Shibe is like,
2: Ugh, and and the other characters, mm-hmm. it's just a bit much. Um, yeah. it's almost like it was. It, it's almost like that initial shock that you could have because I, I could I could see that. Like I could see their reactions being like a momentary. Wow, I didn't expect that. I'm processing it mentally. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you take that out of context and like assume that that is how they're going to view that person forever, then I, I guess I could see that, but that would just mean that the, in the, the way it's presented in the game, they're not actually showing this person's, um, true collected perspective. Like once they collect right. themselves and once they start thinking about it, instead it's like, what is your instant reaction? And I've heard people say that your instant reaction is your true one, but that's factually incorrect <laughs> because you do not <laughs> have time to process it. Right. Only after processing it do you get your true reaction. So, you know, I don't know. It's weird. It seems like the anime's trying to do one thing, but it just kind of fails here. It's very unconvincing. There's also the issue that each one of them has a
0: secret reveal that they're like, actually, if you, you don't know the full context of that. There's more context to than I wasn't just a paid escort. This and she tells the story. I was bullied. I I used money to pay off the bullies and, and keep people being nice to me. And then this guy started giving me money for dates and to do cosplay. And then it got a little too far, but I never mm-hmm. went all the way. Um, so that when there's something like, "Hey, this person's a murderer," is revealed, <laughs> they don't go like, "Wait, is there like a context to that? Did he kill his mother in childbirth?" Like. Right. Well, obviously Is this
1: defending that, himself. Yeah, Free we mothers. don't
0: <laughs> we don't know. Did he eat three babies, like <laughs> we right. don't know what, what, what he to do. do? Right. And <laughs> She you know, she had the plastic surgery, but she knows this for a scar, so she should know like, oh, there's there's context to this stuff. But yeah. they, they never they yeah. never bother to care. They're like, Oh no, nope, face value what was just said. Demon
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting how it escalates too. Like it starts with Oh, Tenji and Shiho used to date super benign, right doesn't matter at all. And then it's uh, uh, Shiho had plastic surgery also benign but a little bit more interesting of a secret. and then uh, she's uh, she was an escort but it makes it sound like a prostitute. okay, we're getting getting kind of weird. And then you have Shive's story of like my dad is corrupt he didn't even know it right His dad's right. corrupt. so now you've got like money laundering and murder and things like that probably. And then it escalates up to, I'm an actual murderer. <laughs> like, this is like a <laughs> weird art. Like, every character that's introduced is establishing something a little bit farther. That's, that's interesting. Kind of weird, though. Uh,
0: every once in a while, there are benign secrets that show up as well, which is important, yeah. um, later. Anyway, I, 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 they keep playing this game for a while. People are getting really mad. Um, Sh- Yutori thinks, uh, Shiho's the only one who knew about Yutori's secrets, so she's sure she wrote it and is now freaking out about her. Um Yuichi has Tenji tells Yuichi to help calm her down, which is important because we find out Tenji is the traitor. He's the one who stole the money. We get a first person view of him stealing the money. Uh and then we find out this is all about isolating Shiho. It makes it seem like it's about getting Shiho, and there's shots of like yeah. her nude with him above her. Mm-hmm. Um it very much was misleading. On purpose, which I'm not a huge fan of, but um, I I wish you would have left it up to speculation. I probably
2: still would have jumped to the same conclusion. And, yeah. Well, he kept saying over and over again, she took away that which is most precious to me. Right. And so I'm going to take away that which is most precious to her. And that just... What is most precious to her? <laughs> like, what does he think is most precious to her? Number one, and number two, because he doesn't tell us for a really long time what is most precious to him, it's hard to even understand what he would think is uh, equal to that.
0: Right, and all the because so, all the back all the backstory at this point we've gotten is that he used to date her. Right, they were basically engaged to be married by their parents. It wasn't like serious, but like, hey, you two are gonna get married someday. And then when his dad died that ended
2: well he so, went to another school
0: right he went to another school right and then right. it just kind of it just fell apart
2: mm-hmm. so
0: when he's saying you took away something from me it kind of sounds
2: like it herself
0: <laughs> yeah I was, that's that I was, that was my yeah.
2: understanding yeah it's just uh, very confusing and i didn't think they needed to be that confusing at this point with this topic
0: also they do like Crazy eyes, like, ah, I'm gonna yeah. break this group apart. I'm gonna get you. Um, he goes into Hyper the booth. <laughs> he go- he's told to go into the booth next. Uh, and he goes in and he has to be in there for three minutes and he comes out and he sees, uh, Yuichi slapping Shiho to defend Yutori. Uh, and he's like, Oh, this is, this is going great. This is exactly what I wanted. Uh, way better than I could have thought. Um, uh and they keep the game keeps going he keeps manipulating her he's like i'm on your side i'm the only one who believes you I, you know i know you didn't do it uh trying to get her away uh but then Sheho gets moves forward uh, cuz she's losing the game and gets a special space where she gets to have one free secret from someone else um she can pick anyone in the group and she'll get a special secret of them and this is, this is
2: a secret that management finds out, too. Yeah. It's not one that they all know. Right.
0: Sheba volunteers. She's like, I don't have any secrets, so make it me. And sh- so she does. And management says his father is involved in multiple sexual scandals that he is trying to cover up.
1: And again, he's a the,
0: prosecuting attorney.
1: Yeah. And th- this is, again, another, like, sleight of hand that I didn't like because they... M- They very specifically said this would be about you, not about your family. And so it's a little like I can see the stretch of, oh, your family affects you. And, Mm -hmm. you know, especially in Japanese culture, uh, family reputation is very important. Mm -hmm. But I I don't know. I didn't like this stretch of, oh, we're going to look into your past and everyone connected with you. Like, okay, Like, yeah.
0: He moves up to second place because of this, and then the next round it's written that uh Shimeza has killed somebody, and he's like, "Wait, no, I have it, no, I haven't <laughs> and T- Tenchi realizes Yuichi must have written this, uh but they can't he can't disprove <laughs> it's a he can't prove right. it's a lie, <laughs> so it's allowed to stay in the game uh and then Yuichi's like, "Hey, guys, I have a strategy to win. There's a traitor." Uh, What we're all going to go in there and do is um, we're all going to go in and badmouth ourselves except for the person in front so that we will all catch up to to her and then – but also since we're badmouthing ourselves, it'll be as if we're signing it with our name. Because
1: what is it? She-ho is – next step is she loses and gets everyone's debt. I don't think she's there yet. Not quite. Oh, I she, she's. I, I thought that was the reveal because the game's over. Let's find out who the traitor is.
0: That's the second time mm-hmm. he does it twice. He
1: fails here. Oh, that's right. Okay.
0: So uh Tenji's like, "This is stupid. You should just tell us who the traitor is." And he's like, "Well, if this fails, I'll I'll tell you." He's like, "Okay." So they they go. I'll do in the booth. Now there's ten cards written. So, so whoever's the traitor, obviously. Tenji wrote a bunch of stuff, but he even wrote about himself, so it still didn't isolate the traitor. He's like, okay, now you gotta tell me who's the traitor. And Yuichi's like, oh, I was, I was bluffing. I don't know. And then that just is more like, oh, Shiho, I'll be by your side. Clearly, we can't trust everyone else. Uh, then we get to the part where she's one space away from falling. And Yuichi's like, okay, I got another idea. Um, let's all go in and write. I'm the one who had the debt or I, I pay the entrance fee. Basically identify because himself.
1: management would know it's yeah. a lie.
0: All but saying I am the trader. Right. And then management would know it's was a lie. Whoever was the liar with the, uh, if you caught lying, you had to go one space in front of the first place. So that would mean you fall off.
2: You go by yourself. Yep. yep. Um, And it was, it was, I didn't, I didn't pay the fee. That way oh, that's right. So they, oh, would that's all, right. Would they would all jump off together,
1: right? Well, yeah. They, no, no. They would. Well, only, only only the traitor would end up jumping off because everyone else everyone right. else was telling You're the right. truth. Right.
0: I, yeah, didn't I think the that's I didn't pay the feed would be the truth. Whoever lied would be called out by management. You're right. They would go by themselves. Um, <laughs> so they do that. No, because he doesn't. go. No. he won't. He
2: won't do it. No, he did. He. They have to write. I. Oh, that's right. They did all do it. They but all. But wrote to... something else, didn't he? No, no. Okay, guys. What did Tenji have... write? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, you have
1: those
0: okay, written down. You're supposed. Everyone's supposed to go inside and r- write. They are the traitor, and so everyone will jump off together and leave the traitor behind.
2: Okay,
1: that's right. To go to the next game.
0: And then when it's revealed, only Tenji wrote it because we find out Yuichi has been communicating with everyone the entire game and has been manipulating who goes in what order and testing who is the actual traitor he's known the whole time. Um, That's right. And and the big the key to it is that everyone has given their name tags to Yuichi. If you've been paying attention, which I, I wasn't, um, everyone's name tags has been coming off throughout the game as they hand it over to Yuichi as a... I trust you. You trust me. You know, you, you hold my debt in your hands by having or like him
1: a cult leader, right. <laughs> but he did write
0: the truth. So he hasn't exposed himself. So he's like, okay, I got to cry. I got to cry right now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, I'm sorry guys. I, I had to, I was in, I was in debt. Um, But he's like, how, how did you know it was me? And he's like, well, you picked a fight in the beginning of this game and you're never the fighter. You're always the negotiator and settling things down and the calm headed mm-hmm. one. Uh, you've been acting weird the whole time. And then I went through everyone else one by one and we all figured it out. Um there was also it couldn't have been Shibe because he's too stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, You tried to frame Shibe at one point, and like is an idiot, so clearly that it wasn't him. Yeah. Uh that was one of the traps. Uh But then Yuichi goes to talk to Manabu, the the mascot, and whispers to him. And he's punished because he had been caught in a lie. And the lie is, I'm the killer, not Shibe. So he's going to be the one who jumps off and and (laughs) Okay,
2: hold on, hold on. This was dumb. This struck me as dumb. Like, this was him wanting to say, I'm a murderer. That's all this was. Because saying Shibe is a murderer is not saying you are not a murderer. Right. (laughs) You didn't lie about yourself. So telling Manamu to check your record and see what you have done in the past to prove you're a murderer does not invalidate anything you said about Shibe. So that was just really weird. Well, but you could
1: admit to lying. So, yeah, I guess that would be admitting to the lie of I didn't know if he's a murderer or not. That, yeah. So, yeah, that, and
2: that's not what he wrote down. So Which, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, it has so. nothing to do with him being a mur- murderer. So he's just wanting to say, I'm a murderer.
0: <laughs> so one thing I, I haven't mentioned is whoever jumps off, they go to the next game. And anyone who's still on the board gets to skip the next game, gets to go home. Mm-hmm. And they were all going to jump off the the original plan. They were all going to jump off together and leave the traitor a, a behind so that at least they wouldn't come to the next game with them. But then they may, he's made it now, so everyone's going to stay home, and he's going to go to the next game himself. And Tenji, who's like, he hears him say, um, Luigi says, I'm going to take this game down. I'm going to take management down. I'm going to destroy you. And, and Monobu's like, you're going to try it. Huh? Um, but Tenji's like, I lied too. Like, what, what do you mean you lied? He's like, when I said I dated um Shiho, And it counted because I I love her was wrong. I don't love Shiho. I love Yuichi. (laughs) And they're (laughs) like, How can you prove that? And he walks up and he takes off his (laughs) mask. He's like, I've never done this before, Yuichi. And he gives him a big old smooch and they're like, That counts seventy (laughs) two (laughs) hours. And they (laughs) they fall into a cave. uh, Or they fall so you're falling off the building, but you will land safely when they wake up in a cave. So they're going on the next game, and everyone else gets to go home.
1: Uh, they and fell we find hard out... enough
2: to be knocked out. Yep. Again, weird technology. <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, honestly,
0: they could have fallen, been knocked out, and then transported to this new location. We never fair. see them
2: actually land in the cave. Right. That's what I, actually more I assumed would happen. It's called Clark Tech. I remember now, Arthur C. Clark. Okay. Uh, yep. Because he's the one that said, you know. What you said, Jason, sufficiently advanced technology, Mm -hmm. indistinguishable from magic.
0: Uh, We find out Tenji has played the game before. We get a flashback of Yuichi remembering his mother in air quotes. (laughs) Who knows if it's real? And his sensei, the mother telling him there's nothing more important than friends, the sensei telling him there's nothing
1: more important than money.
0: Literally minutes apart from each other.
1: And Mm -hmm. this makes it seem like he's an orphan? that has had a couple adults take interest in him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's
0: like counting money. So like con job kind of stuff is the impression I got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They awake in the cave. They have to stay there for three days with only a single bottle of water between them. And then Tenji tells his backstory, which was I had these best friends in school and I raised up a bunch of money for us to to share and start a business. Once we Graduated high school. And things were great. And then once, and then, uh, Shiho showed up. I hadn't seen her in a while. She showed up at my school. And then suddenly they were obsessed with Shiho. And, um,
2: God, every have, time you say that name, it just gets better. <laughs> right? Shiho. The Shiho. She has problems. <laughs> her,
0: other, her other name is just really long. It's Sama. So, it. She how it, is. She how it and is.
1: No one refers to her by her last name, so <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um basically these friends became obsessed with her, and then in high school they're like, hey, let's split the money. We'll all invest it, and then the first one to reach twenty million dollars will be the CEO of our company, and then we'll pull all the money back together. It's like great, great idea. Spread the money. And then they get abducted into the Tambadachi game they end up playing it and uh tenji loses and ends up with 20 million yen in debt and then he confronts one of his friends about like what was that and the guy's like i was in a ton of debt because i spent it all on shiho and i you know but well, we can't talk about it we're not supposed to talk about it so tenji goes to his father who's also a lawyer no, he
2: was I think a police officer or something. She-Ho's dad's a police officer oh
1: and, right and yeah, I so think that's a, why they're friends, right because they're both yeah. officers
2: mm, they were
0: both they were top.
1: different they are, yeah one's an attorney
0: so wait, is shebei's okay. dad also an attorney or or was he something else
1: no, shebei's dad was a
2: like politician. a state state attorney I thought he was just a politician, but oh, I thought he was like a like g huh. Anyway,
1: <laughs> he's dead. These doesn't matter. Tenji's dad
0: <laughs> it, it commits suicide after going to talk with Shiho's dad about it. He's like, I'm going to go talk to Shiho's dad and get help. He's my best friend. He'll believe me. And then, oh, he's dead by suicide. And so, yeah. Um, also, we should mention in between this, there was a scene where Shiho comes up to him. She's like, someone said you were talking with your friends about me. What did you guys talk about? <laughs>
2: And like all evil-looking, yeah, yeah. So, but again, this is from the perspective and memory of right. a maniac. So, <laughs> uh,
0: so after this point, he started uh, planning his revenge on Shihō and trying to figure out about and on Tomodachi Game. Um, he bugs her. That's how he got the secret about Yutori. Um, basically, stalks her for the rest of his days and joins her friend
2: group. Even it's not a very a good bug her. either, because like he's standing right next to them, <laughs> like in a shadow, just so he can listen through his bug. <laughs> like standing by right a light light post.
0: <laughs> yeah, not <exactly>. here. <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah. So he wanted to expose her somehow. We we we're not sure quite how the details work out, like you said, but whatever. Yeah. Um. Seventy two hours pass. They are entered into a forest and, um. We see a new moderator, ma- member of management join the other management team. She's like, my group is way better than your group. So, uh, our main characters are group C. Just Yuichi and Tenji are group C. And then we're introduced to group K. Uh, so they're going to play hide and seek against each other. That's the next game. And group K is in- inclusive of, uh, a big tall guy named Juzo, uh, a punk looking guy named yakotaro
2: good job uh
0: the flirtatious chisato the senpai um nerdy guy Bonri, and the little tiny dude k uh we know one of them's a genius one of them's a genius mm-hmm. uh, um what are your guys thoughts on group k
1: as a group i like them <laughs> I I think it was interesting to see them in the game. I liked their interactions and how they were able to be um, preyed upon. Uh, Why are they, like, I know they give, like, the reason later why they're there, but, like, this organization can handle multiple games at the same time. Or did they send these guys home and they came back for this game specifically?
0: No, it seems almost important (laughs) that
1: they all have multiple games at the same time so that they can run into
0: each other and have games against each other.
1: Right. And then one group is starved and dehydrated while the other group is fresh. Um, Based on the amount of members you
0: have. Yeah. Yeah,
1: This particular setup and this game didn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. was it but, fair?
2: Is that what you're trying to say?
1: Oh, well, no, I, I get they're like, nothing's <laughs> fair here, right? Like, OK, great. But like, <laughs> what? Oh, I, yeah, I just I, I didn't understand their purpose besides to just show up and play this third game.
0: I They looked to me like the members of Kurokoro's basketball. <laughs> yeah, A they, little they bit. really did. <laughs> Which, Which is, is funny. Be- one
2: of them had magic hands. (laughs) What did you think of them, Jeremy? um, I thought they were about as uh, normal and regular a group of characters as you could get. Like, it didn't seem like there was anything out of the ordinary. I know they kept saying there's a genius, there's a genius. And yeah, sure, that one person was unusual. But everybody else was just like regular anime secondary characters that have nothing crazy or unusual about them. And so that was it was interesting to see. But like you said, that means that there's at least nine other teams, many of which failed out, maybe all of which failed out. So they're running like that's 11 teams that they've got going right now. Why did they pit these two against each other? I guess it could have been any two groups. Maybe they were the only ones that made it. Um, maybe it but, was an audience vote. Who knows? Uh, yeah, that could have been it, too. But it was kind of weird that Tenji was basically Bonry. And uh, Shibe was basically Hyakutaro, And, you know, like there were exact parallels with some of these characters or at least very, very similar um, in their behavior and attitude. Um, so I don't know. It it would have been nice for them to be a little bit more interesting, I <laughs> guess, is where I was coming from. But yeah, it's um, fine.
1: Hyakutaro is definitely the hype man, let me tell you.
2: Yeah, that that <laughs> yeah. is what I was going to say.
0: Uh, hate the name.
2: He's Bakugo. Be, Be
0: Hakataro, Hakutaro actually was, I really liked his character. I really liked uh, both that he has flaws and, and strengths and how that affects his, him in his group. And I was kind of hoping he'd become a main character and like have to stay with group C. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I liked him enough that I was like, oh, this guy is guys, more interesting than most of the characters we've had. I hope he sticks around. Yeah. Um, other than that, I do think I, you know, because they say Juzo's the leader and the Plan Man, right? We're both I believe he's the genius. Um, I like the idea that the the Plan Man was the one who hid for the hide and seek game. I yeah. thought that was an interesting strategy, and I was like, that's that's an interesting choice because clearly we're not doing that on, on the Group C side. Um, and how I was hoping there was a reason for it. It ended up being, well, you're not the Plan Man, but I was hoping there was something better. Like, if I'm not there. I can execute this plan even better. I wanted Mm -hmm. some twist like that and it wasn't there. So,
2: Well, and I mean the fact that they had phones that could be used to call anybody on the friend or foe teams would have allowed him to actually coordinate things. I liked the idea simply because as the plan man, you, you only want to let the people that are not the plan man know what they need to know. You don't want to let them know the whole plan. right? Right? So by isolating himself would have been really cool. Plus, even though they, they set it and it worked for this too, as the plan man, you would know never to press the button. <laughs> Somebody else <laughs> might. But yeah, they have that little uh, holy hand grenade that they can press the button yeah. up to end the game. So they were introduced to the rules of hide and seek. So there was going to be one hider
0: for both teams, and you get to look. So obviously the bigger team has a bigger advantage. Um, the most important rule, they spend a lot of time on this, is that you're allowed to switch teams. And if you're on the winning team at the end, you won't get any more debt. And then you'll go back to your team, uh, even though you still have technically lost because your original team will have lost. So it's like a way you can protect yourself. Uh, they go into a lot so of... So no,
1: no violence against the other team. Yeah. W- no rule against violence on your own team.
0: Yeah. I was going to yeah. go... Yeah. And then there's a lot of other rules. There's no violence. There is... um have to take the the, there's food in the middle of the forest you got to take it to your hider on your own um you can use the phone and then the give up button was another rule um it's just the episode before they spent a lot of time on that team switch rule and then they like okay here's all the other rules really quick (laughs) yeah um basically we see tenji two days later he's hiding in this little cave oh i forgot to maria uh the 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 management member maria because they were short on the team, they're allowed to have another team member and they, um, Yuichi allows it because she's a cute girl, which he needs. Um, but she, she's there because she just wanted to, to get a close up
2: look at the crazy Yuichi. Which is really interesting too, because the other team is five guys, mm. which you know, I guess sure, especially when you find out that they're all just players on the basketball team. But at the time when they revealed them, I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. That they've got five guys there where there's usually at least one girl. You know, what's going on? <laughs> what are they doing? And so then they introduced, you know, Maria and I was like, oh, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> and at <laughs> you know, this point, we, girl in there.
1: at this point also, we get to find out that the management isn't just kind of orchestrating this and watching the teams, but there's a person assigned to each team. And we, the short haired lady in management that we've been watching, she's responsible for team C and another lady with blonde hair comes up and she's responsible for team K meaning Maria, uh, her team probably just lost. She's just kind of there because she works for the organization.
0: I got the, the idea that she was an assistant, like she was in Mm -hmm. training and following the short hair. That might days. be the case as well. Um. The, okay. So the game starts, and T- Tenji, who by the way is not in love with Yuichi, that was a lie.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he makes right. that clear. Like for, it's for, one of the yeah. first things he says.
0: Okay. Don't actually love you. Uh huh. Um. He, so he's been hiding for two days, no food, no water, and he, he's starting to get paranoid, and he's starting to freak out. Um. You know, he promised Yuichi that he would. Believe in him, but it's really hard when he's like, "Well, I did just betray him like multiple times. He clearly could be just messing with me." And in fact, he gets up he tries to call Uchi because they get cell phones to call each other. Um, but the other team picks up and they're like, "Yeah, uh, he gave up on you. He's just been sitting here drinking and eating and sleeping. Uh, you want to talk to him?" And he's like, "No, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't care what you say. I'm not giving up." Well, then we find out that the uh, Team K's plan was watch the the food just wait for them to bring him food as soon as they bring him food we'll know where he is and then we win that's the act because the forest is huge there's no way to actually find anyone in the forest um so Yuichi and and maria just had to wait there for two days um but then Yuichi asks if he can switch teams and so they're like (laughs) okay well we have to call the captain and ask if it's allowed and so K goes off, he has the, and he makes the call and he comes back. He says, the captain said no, unless the girl joins as well. And so they're, they're all discussing it and they even get, uh, Yakutaro all pissed off so that he almost punches him and He's like, no, that would cost us the game. And then Yuichi's like, okay, actually I don't want to. He's been mocking them. He's like, I don't want to switch teams. I'll just mess with you guys. And then the next day he's alone with Yakutaro and. Kind of to ask them some questions. And he's been giving them information as well, uh, which is important. But basically, it all ends up with they see the girl changing, and Hiakataro gets all embarrassed Specifically,
1: Hyakutaro. And yeah. that was the plan we come to find out is to get him to, like, you know, catch her bathing. Catch her. Yeah.
0: And he was trying to make sure he was a nice guy. And as soon as he knows that, he's like, okay, do the plan. And they run off, Yuichi and Maria. Um, and they end up running next to each other, and they're being chased by Hyakotaro um, and Chisato, and he pushes Maria off the
1: cliff. He's like,
0: <laughs> he told her, I'm going to use you for a distraction, so he pushes to kill her.
1: I laughed um, so hard when he did that.
0: <laughs> because they stopped to save her, he's able to now to take food and drink to uh, Tenji and tells them, like, we're winning. I I've, I've figured them all out. Um, I know who the weak point is, and I know how to win this. He goes back and the whole time Maria has been flirting with Yakutaro Hi- and a little Shisado, um, and acting like I'm stuck on this team with this mean old Yuichi. Yeah. And then Yuichi comes back and he starts beating up on her, pulling her hair, grabbing her and being <laughs> like, you sit next to me. You're like, that's violence. You can't do violence. She's like, we can do violence against our own teammates. So to protect her, uh, Yakutaro switches teams. Um, so then they, He tries to beat up Yuichi, Yuichi stops him. He's like, you're terrible at fighting, um, ties him up. And then uh, he's like, "Okay, now we're just going to, how are they going to use him to win? (laughs) They thought
1: they might be able to get location out of
2: him. Yeah, manipulate location out of him. Torture it out of him at first. That's
0: right. And he's like, oh, I don't actually know. They wouldn't let me know where the captain is hiding. And then Kay calls him and is like, hey, by the way, I'm actually the mastermind, the genius find everything, and you're going to lose because he's definitely going to attack one of us eventually. (laughs) He's a a time bomb. You can't win this now. Um, It's all over. And Yuichi realizes he has lost. And then Maria betrays him to Kay. um, And then they go off to find uh, Tenji. They know where Tenji is. And then they find well, Tenji.
2: she literally calls him and, and oh, yeah. asks Ask him, hey, where's Tenji so
0: I can sneak some food to him? And he's like, all right, I'll tell you. He tells her, And she walks right up to Kay and tells him. And she's like, oh, I betrayed you. Ha um,
2: so ha. off she had to... to know because like everybody was present right there. <laughs> all three right? of the guys she's were like, right there.
0: <laughs> it's funny. She hangs up and just, like walks right into view. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They do find Tenji, and so the game's over. But when they go to announce the winner, it's Group C! Because while they were walking through the forest, he called up the Juzo and started torturing Hyakutaro over the phone, (laughs) punching him over and over and then breaking his finger, which made Juzo press the give up button because he couldn't let his friend, who's a basketball player and needs his fingers, uh, be hurt. But you find out it was actually uh, Yuichi broke his own finger. and so they win, and then Kay's like, you all suck, and they're like, no, we don't suck, you suck. <laughs> <And you're, laughs> we're we're just good friends, and we all, you know, we're glad Juzo would do that. And so they walk off with their debt, and they're like, oh, oh well,
1: bye-bye. <laughs> but then, Yuichi Ten- says in his mind, like, if... I would have broken his fingers. Yeah. yeah, and also, like, if I was the person I was before, I wouldn't have even tried to break my own, I would have just broken his. Because uh-huh.
0: T- Tenji's like, I know you're a good person because you didn't even destroy <clears> their <throat> friendship to win. Mm-hmm. And, and you is like, if this, five more seconds and I was breaking that guy's fingers for real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, yeah, he knew Maria was part of management and which, which is why he pushed her off the cliff. Cause he's like, I don't care about you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you're a tool to me. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, all right. So they're allowed to go home. And when they, they go to the school and Utori is there and there's a desk with all this, uh, phytonics. the whole room is
1: covered in writing, actually.
2: That desk is the worst. Right. It's it
0: been carved into, it shows up in the OP, which is why I called it, call it out. Um, uh, it says like parent thief, thief or something thief and something else criminal, I think. Anyway, uh, things Mimi have been poopy. bad. since uh the other group tried to go to school for some reason and got and the class blames them for stealing the money um and Mm. and she was like no it's fine i'll just loan you guys the money i'm rich don't worry about it which pissed them off even more uh and then they're told hey have you heard about shibe and he's being arrested for the murder of his father his father was arrested two days ago and now he's been arrested for the murder of his father and they realize, oh, he must have told his father what happened, and so now the, you know, the group, and they're trying to find Shihō. She's missing, and after they, the Shihō's father like threatens them, like you need to not get involved in this, and he she's like, I don't care, You're like I don't got nobody I care about, <laughs> and then they run into Yutori, and they're like and and, and you she's like you suck (laughs) we don't (laughs) want you on the team anymore but that was that's just to protect her because it's obviously getting very dangerous and then that night he they get a call that she's been kidnapped and they're gonna play a bonus game and so they have to face these hooligans in a warehouse and he faces them alone and there's this guy named the leader is named kuroki and he's like we're gonna play a game where she gets to pick who the bad thing happens to you but if it's to her it's only slightly bad if it's to you it's really bad so like the first one is uh this huge guy is gonna punch someone punch her once or punch Yuichi three times uh Yuichi makes it so it's him even though, so she doesn't pick
2: but he gets punched three times
0: then it's tearing off fingernails guys i hate tearing off fingernails yeah, it right. is the worst.
2: Yeah. that and pulling <laughs> teeth those are yeah. the two that i have a really hard time he's with. got needle nose pliers yeah uh,
0: and she's like like he even starts to pull her fingernail off, and she starts screaming and crying for Yuichi. And so he volunteers and gets his three fingernails pulled off. And then the next one is she either has to get naked in front of the whole group or
1: uh, stab <laughs> stab Yuichi in the hand three times. Yeah. And he actually came up with that on the spot. It wasn't something he had pre-planned out. Mm. But he wants to
0: make it so it's like really, really bad versus not that bad. Uh, right. And Yuichi still. Uh, she, she's supposed to pick, but she's like, Yuichi, I'll let you pick. And so he picks himself. Now it's, they win, Now they technically have won the game, but Yuichi's pissed. And this guy has been like, I'm such a great leader. My men trust me. I have a brilliant mind um, and, and all this stuff. I got guts. Like, I got, oh, yeah, and I got guts. So Yuichi's like, hey, let's play an extra game. Let's play rock, paper, scissors." And he's bandaged up his hand now, and he's like, um, I'll give you – a hundred bajillion gazillion dollars. I don't remember. Um a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And if if you play rock, paper, scissors with me, but if you lose, I get to cut off your fingers. Only the fingers you stick out for whatever you pick. So if you pick rock, you'll be completely safe. If you pick scissors, you'll lose two fingers. And if you pick paper, you'll lose five fingers. But only if you lose. Also, I can't throw rock. No, I can't with throw scissors hand. with, this, with hand. this hand. Um and he tells him I'm not gonna throw rock. He's Basically saying I'm going to throw paper, but he never says I'm going to throw paper. He says, I'm not going to be able to throw scissors with this hand and I'm not going to throw rock.
1: And if you do it, I'll give all of your goons a million yen as well. Right.
0: So basically, the Kuroki has to throw, he's like, I'll throw paper and I automatically win. It's the highest risk, but I can't lose anyway with the, all the conditions he's set. So I will throw paper. He's like, I could throw scissors and still win, but it, it's not perfect. So, I'm gonna go with paper, throws paper uh Yuichi throws scissors with his left hand, <laughs> which come on, so surprising. To, how did yeah. you not see that coming? <laughs> yeah, right That's something that that one wasn't a very good twist, no, I felt like that one was really weak uh, then management for the Totemachi game arrives because this group is not affiliated with them, they were just faking for some reason weird and mm-hmm. And Benjamin oh, <laughs> doesn't like that. So they show up and arrest everyone. But t- Yuichi's like, no, I'm still getting my payment. And he's like, I'll, I'll make you a deal, though. If you, one of your group will volunteer, I'll only take one of their fingers and spare your five fingers. And so he's trying to order his group to do it, and his group won't do that. Basically, he has shown that he is stupid, cowardly, and no one actually or it doesn't actually care about his group and no one will follow him, so strip them of everything. But he's so hurt, he passes out before he can accept the uh, actual payment, so no fingers are cut off. Um, And then Tenji and Yutori are reminded that, hey, your friend Shimei has been arrested, so you guys need to play the next game to save him, and um, Yuichi can't play because he's got to go to the hospital. So That's that's the end. It's set up for this next courtroom game that they have to play.
2: Yeah. Phoenix, right. Wasn't it Phoenix, right? Is what it Yeah, is? very very <laughs> it's Phoenix right. at law.
0: That's right. Um all I was going to say is I had kind of gotten off the Utoris, the the villain, true villain. Oh when they told me I was wrong. Um uh, but after this one, I was like okay cuz she is... had just been she's just been kicked out of the group like you you're not playing no more and then suddenly she's yeah. forced back in uh, by an unaffiliated group who's being manipulated. It seems a little too easy, which worries me. If I figured it out, maybe I'm wrong.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, it's one of those things where since he's the one that told her to get out of there, she just needed to essentially make herself so important to him, like pull up even the tiniest bit of sympathy so that he would forever remember what he gave for her (laughs) and would never let her go. Yeah, it works psychologically.
0: And she got out of it without a single scratch. Yep. (laughs) Yep.
2: (laughs) <laughs> just a, a slightly bloody fingernail. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's, it's only uh, slightly. A, yeah. Any any other thoughts on this bonus game? All right. It, it's just mm-hmm. weird. It's it's I would I liked it more just in the sense that there was a physical threat. So it felt like more was at stake. But it, more
0: tension for sure. Yeah,
2: way more tension. Um yeah. and there was still a little bit of psychological Going on because it was all about whether Yutori would be self-sacrificing or not. And she wasn't um at all, which is interesting, too. Um, but then to just be like, yeah, no, these guys aren't even part of the game. That was actually a little bit disappointing to me. <laughs> I really wanted it to be that the game was suddenly entering its serious phase. Right, right. Yeah,
0: I, I I guess I didn't get that they weren't affiliated. You guys said that you saw that coming. I was, I was just going with it, I guess. Okay. Mm
1: -mm. No, I did because for a couple of reasons. One, Monobu showed his face. That didn't make sense. Uh, because Monobu's net always that weird toyish looking thing. This dude was just a dude with a Monobu mask. Um, second was, is that there was physical ramifications for the game and that. That didn't feel right. And also it was like in a in a broken down warehouse. Like n- none of the other games have been in a like such a quick to gather place. So like I was half in the bag of, oh, maybe they're just doing this as a quick retalii- retaliatory thing. But it's like and then I was like, well, they've been retaliating against people for a long time. And it's usually not let's pull them into a game. It's let's kill their dad. so so, yeah that's why i was like "Uh, i don't think so
2: i i thought that because yuichi was such an interesting player they and didn't have anybody they could kill i thought i thought maybe that's the justification for doing it but yeah everything you said makes sense
0: all right um i think then we can go to our final reviews jeremy what do you give
2: tomodachi game um so i i the more we talked about it, the more nitpicking that I have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's good. It's good because it, you know, this is, I enjoyed it while I was watching it, but the more I think about it, the less I like how it unravels. There's a lot of really fundamental things that it just doesn't quite do right. Um, one of those things that I don't think we've mentioned is in all of these, in all of these situations, where we see all of these characters having some hidden agenda and some secret personality, Yuichi is so good at figuring these things out and seeing them in everybody else whenever it's needed. But these characters, and I'm sure it's going to happen over the next seasons too, these characters are probably each going to reveal some amazing, crazy thing that's hidden about them that Yuichi just didn't see or he'll suddenly say I did see it I totally saw it <laughs> I was waiting <laughs> to expose you and I I think that's gonna get old really quick if it's done that way and I don't think that it's consistent with his character because he's supposed to be like this master of relationships and figuring out you know how to encourage or destroy them whatever he needs to do to manipulate people and so to have this group of his closest friends that he spent I don't know somewhere around two years with, has he hasn't figured them out completely yet? Like, he hasn't used his analytical skills to figure all their secrets out? I just find that a little bit difficult to believe, uh, along with all the other things that we've said. So I, I gotta give it a three. It was still entertaining, it was still enjoyable, but it has some fundamental issues with logic and consistency. How about you, Jason? I'm kind of... In Jeremy's boat,
1: um, there's just stuff that there's some really good payoffs, but man, the pacing has a, the, there's just some episodes that drug on and didn't seem to add anything to the story that was being told. Um, I think if we had tightened up the story a little bit and some of the reveals weren't so arbitrary, Um, and also the, the swing with Tenji was real, a little off putting. Um, it would be, it would be a four, but I think I'm going to give it a high three because I did enjoy myself. And I think some of the storytelling is really well done as far as, um, setups and then payoffs. Uh, cause that's, that's really tough to do in a psychological storytelling when you when you hold all the cards and you're trying to, t- to convey that to an audience. That's, that's really tough, but, uh, it wasn't done perfectly, which I, I don't know if there is one that does, but, uh, yeah, it, I enjoyed myself a lot. I, I think I'd recommend it to somebody, but yeah, definitely a three.
0: Dang and rumble. <laughs> Dang and rumble perfect. Perfect. Um, I'm also going to go with a three. I really enjoy um its payoffs, and I just enjoyed the whole... Again, I, I use the word murder game, even though that's not what it, this is. I just enjoyed the payoff, the reveals, the I, I'm three steps ahead of you. That's always fun to me, and it did do those moments well. The tension is a little less than I would like it to be because we're using money. And like I said to, to me, especially when we're getting into high dollar amounts and yen it's very abstract to me so i just don't have the oh no not another million um it just <laughs> it didn't it doesn't affect me like like oh no not a fingernail would um there's that the the pacing is its biggest sin we needed to see these characters being a friend group either in flashbacks or in setup um it, we jump right into the game which i i appreciate you know getting to the tension fast what there was but We got to we got to care about these characters and we got to care about the manipulations and the betrayals because we haven't seen them be friends. I betrayed you to us. Just a random guy in the group looking out for himself. We don't know how much did Tenji and Yuichi have sleepovers and like play video games together and like really man I I always thought you had my back and then you betrayed me. Um, It doesn't hit because you didn't set it up. You didn't show us how these were best friends forever we needed that and you spent a long time in games that didn't need to be long instead and yeah. i think i think that that's the cardinal sin of it but like i said i still enjoyed the payoffs and and this ty- it, it's a decent entry into the genre so i i go with a three all right from there just a reminder our next anime is my dress up Darling, we are going to do our best. This is way out of our wheelhouse. <laughs> like, I don't even think it's a rom-com so much as just a rom. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it, it, we'll do our best. We may have like, the next couple of animes might just be like just mecha fantasy yeah. stories just to, to get us into our wheelhouse again. But you know what? Nope. We need to, like I said, these guys are broken out of their comfort zone. I need to do so as well.
2: All right. So is this breaking out of your comfort zone? Not as much as I wanted
0: it it to be. Like I said, I really wanted to find you guys like just a pure (laughs) mecha
2: generic (laughs) looking anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm actually kind of, I I don't know. There's a part of me because of how popular it is. I've kind of wanted to see what all the hype was about. So I'm kind of glad you picked it, but we'll see.
0: I guess yeah, I would we'll say I'm interested see. in the cost, the, the cosplay <laughs> hobby exploration. Because I don't know much about yeah. that hobby in itself. And I'm kind of excited to see what that looks like in Japan. And, and, you know, I do like a good love story. So hopefully I'll like this. If you have thoughts on Tomodachi game or anything else that you want to share with us, you can reach us on our Twitter at Baka podcast or our, our website, Theanimeboxclub.com or leave a comment wherever you found this podcast and it will get back to us, I believe. There's probably one person who, who's like found it in some weird abstract website that writes to us all the time and we never see it. And they don't like me. Sorry. <laughs> Go to the website. That always gets to us. All right. Yep. Uh, otherwise, we will be back soon and Eld- more Elden Ring <laughs> is coming. Yes. And once Jason can poop in his bathroom again.
2: Yep. No more Taco Bell.
1: Not sure what that has to do with not having a toilet.
2: (laughs) All right. Let's say goodbye. goodbye. Thanks for listening.
0: We'll see you next time. Bye, (laughs) Nara.